Welcome to Unbusy Your Mind. I'm Joshua Grainer. As a healthcare provider and executive performance coach, my goal with this podcast is to give you tools and techniques from the science of well-being to assist you as you create a meaningful life, a rewarding career, and fulfilling relationships. Each episode is between 10 to 20 minutes long, just enough time to give you a short break from your day and help you unbusy your mind. If you enjoy this podcast, please follow us and share with your friends. Also, I'd love to meet you personally, so connect with me on LinkedIn. The link to connect is in the show notes. Thanks for listening, and here's the practice for today. Good morning. Well, at least it's morning here. Uh, I want to apologize up front. Um, There's a lot of pollen out right here in Southern Oregon, so I'm a bit snarfly and scratchy voice. So hopefully I'll try not to sneeze during the middle of the recording, since I don't do a lot of editing. I'll just, uh, I'll I'll manage it as it comes. (laughs) But anyways, so today I'm going to do something similar, but a little bit different. Um, I'd like to present an idea and spend a little bit of time on this idea. And it builds off of what we talked about last week with this idea of our core needs and a nucleus of needs. And I promise I'll tie this into a meditation. Um, But, uh, and I'm going to be doing this without notes because when I use notes, um, I have a tendency to to feel a little bit wooden. I feel like I'm less connected to the material instead of just speaking from my experience and my knowledge as, as I have it. So let's... Let's start with a, with a vision of a circle, large circle. And then within that circle, we have another circle. And on the outer circle, we put a lot of our responsibilities, all these different things that uh, we need to attend to, all these things that require our time and our energy to accomplish in life, you know, to take care of our families and take care of our jobs and do all these different things, take care of our bodies, you know, all these different things. And then inside that circle, we have our core needs, right? And this is a bit of a a recap from last week. And these core needs are needs that are are really non-negotiable. And I say that um, from personal experience, but also having studied the literature on this, that, you know, these are core biological needs. So like the need for nourishment, right? It's a, it's, it's, it's a non-negotiable. We can go without nourishment for a little while, but for too long we become malnourished and we get sick. And it's the same thing, we need the need for, for water, the need to excrete fluids and to excrete substances out of our body, right? These are all core physiological needs. You know, we can think of 10 more, but I don't, I don't need to list them all. But then we also have some core spiritual or psychological social, biopsychosocial, spiritual needs. And within that need is a need to feel safe. And, um, you know, I, I've known a lot of people, and I've tried to do this myself, or where I've tried to reduce this need for, for safety, whether while I was doing martial arts and, and doing amateur fighting, or even in talking with some of my patients and clients who have been professional fighters on the UFC circuits, um, you know, or, or other types of athletes where, you know, these are people who are really at the top level of, of athleticism and competition in a field that 
where fear is just part of the game. And, and talking with them and asking them, you know, do you feel afraid before a fight or do you feel afraid before a race or, bet- or before a game? And they say, yeah, every time, right? So the need to feel safe doesn't matter how hardcore we are, how much we train. That need to feel safe is a core need. It's non-negotiable. And in fact, that need for safety is internally one of the things that our nervous system is designed to preserve. And within this need for safety, there's another core need. And the, one of the reasons I'm bringing this up is because it's, a, it's, it's, it's important. And also, I just, gave a, I just did a panel discussion on this uh, for the workplace wellness um, earlier this week. And it's just been coming up a lot with the, with the pandemic and the social isolation that, that occurred. But that's the core need to belong. Within the center of our core needs is our need to belong. And as I've mentioned other times in this podcast, that when our core needs are taken care of, all the other responsibilities in our life are easier. At least they feel easier. When our core needs are attended to, then everything else doesn't feel as hard. So let me give you an example of this. Um, One of the core needs that we have every day, we do it multiple times per day, is the need to urinate. If we don't urinate, bad things happen. So we need to urinate. Now, you could probably think of a time where maybe you've been Oh, excuse me. <clears throat> where maybe you've been sitting in a lecture or class, um, driving your car, whatever it is, you're in a meeting, and you really have to pee. Like, really have to pee. You really have to go. How attentive are you to everything else that's happening around you? How attentive are you to the thing that is requiring your attention, whether it's somebody talking or a presentation or some work that you're trying to do? It's really difficult to attend. It's really difficult to pay attention to those things and focus because you've got this competing need. And it's a core need to maintain osmotic and electrolyte balance within the body. In fact, it's such a core need that our bladder, the the nerve fibers of our bladder are so inexorably tied in with the sympathetic aspect of our nervous system, within the sympathetic fibers, the, the fight or flight response that if you were are to be wearing a um, like a heart rate monitor, and you the more and more you have to pee, and you look at your heart rate monitor, your heart rate is going to continue to go. Like so, if your your resting heart rate is fifty five beats per minute, it's going to go up as high as seventy. I've I've experienced as high as ninety <laughs> on a long road trip in the snow, right? No way to to pull over. So, you know, our our need to urinate is a core need, core physiological need. And, and as you've heard me say multiple times, the root cause of suffering is, is nothing more than just being out of alignment with our core physiological, spiritual, and psychological needs. When we're in alignment with these things, we suffer a lot less, if at all. So anyways, you have to go to the bathroom. Your mind is distracted. And then you relieve yourself. Ah, oh, what a relief. And then you can return back to and pay attention to the thing that requires your attention. 
And we can see this in life too, right? This, if we think about the times in our life where we felt disconnected from other people, our social needs weren't being met, we felt like we, we didn't belong. How hard was it to focus on the important things in life? Or another way to think about it is those times where we were, we felt like we were belonging in our community or in our family or as part of a team. Like when I was in the military, I felt like I belonged to this elite unit. And that sense of belongingness gave us permission to attend to all the weird and dangerous things we had to do as combat medics and paratroopers. And I found this 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 thread weaves throughout everything. If I'm just at a if I'm at a party with friends or with or with new people, if I if I feel like I belong, I can engage. My personality clicks in, and all of a sudden I'm off to the races. I'm enjoying the social experience. But if I feel like I don't belong, it's hard for me to engage. I'm paying attention to other things. Maybe I'm a little bit more self-conscious. Right, try to regulate my personality so that way maybe I can try to fit in or whatever it is, right? So hopefully I've, I've, I haven't um, beat this too much, this, this idea of belonging, but I think it's important. And in fact, I think it's one of the more important things, especially now. So how does this relate to meditation? Because <clears throat> at the core of it, this podcast is a meditation podcast. The some of the psychologists that I really respect the most, people like William James and Carl Jung, um, Abraham Maslow, Viktor Frankl, they all say the same thing in that it's important for us to integrate all the pieces of us, all the emotional and psychological aspects of us. When we're disintegrated, Right when we, when we when we don't accept those aspects of ourselves that maybe we feel regret for, or shame for, guilt about, when we don't integrate those things, a lot of times things get worse, and we definitely see this in trauma. When when people really struggle to integrate their life experiences, the ones that result in trauma. They really struggle, and a lot of times the effects of the trauma continue to the point that a person will have post-trauma stress. So then how do we integrate all these different parts? And I love this idea that within us is a community. Within me, there is a community. I'm not just one personality named Joshua. There are many different aspects of me. And... If I can let all the different parts of me operate and belong to the family, to the community that I am within me, then I'm more integrated. You know, and as we know from the work of, of Maslow and Scott Barry Kaufman, when we're integrated, when we feel like we belong on this planet, when we feel like we belong within ourselves, then we're more on the path of self-actualization and we're more prone to transcendent experiences. And those are the experiences 
that really add that extra texture of richness to life. Okay, so let's make this experiential. So closing your eyes, finding a comfortable seated position or laying down if you're really tired. We're gonna close our eyes for this meditation so we can spend a little bit of time going inward. And as you close your eyes, just immediately settle into your body. Feel your body in space. Just feel whatever sensations are happening. Sensations of tingling or pressure, maybe some discomfort. I did a little too much of a stretch the other day, so my neck is really sore, so I'm aware of that. But just becoming aware of what's happening within the consciousness of your body, of your physical sensations. And breathe into these physical sensations. Breathe into the awareness of the physical sensations. And as you breathe, become aware of the fact that you're breathing. Let that enter into the realm of your consciousness. And as we go through our experiences, we're just gonna use a simple mantra, a simple saying, this is here. So I'm feeling my body, these sensations are here. I feel my breath, this breath is here. I'm noticing the light behind my eyes. This light is here. I'm noticing the sound of dogs barking in the neighborhood and my neighbors talking outside. I can hear the, the clock, my grandmother's grandfather clock that she gifted me. I can hear the tick-tock of that, and that's here. And this little bit of anxiousness that I'm feeling because I'm recording my voice that's here. And these various thoughts that are coming, some that I'm focusing on, focusing on and some that are just spontaneously arising, those thoughts are here. And this concept that I have of myself this personality, this caricature that I have, that's here. Then now the question is, what else is here? As you feel your body, connect with your breath, notice what's happening behind your eyes, within your soundscape, in your emotions and your feelings, your thoughts. Ask yourself, what else is here? What else is happening?
could be nothing, could be something, could be everything. But either way, just ask the question, what else is here? And you might notice that you start to feel the edges of your consciousness. At least that's how I experience it. The thing that contains all the experiences. The thing that's aware of all the experiences. Aware of the edges of consciousness itself. Now let's slow the exhale down just a little bit. Slow breath in, slower breath out. Deeply relaxing the nervous system. And as you're aware of sight and sound, sensation, feeling, emotion, and thoughts, as you're aware of the edges of consciousness, this arena, this space in which all things happen, open that space up. See what wants to present itself. See what's asking for your attention. It could be some anxiety about something, some worry about the future. And if so, guess what? That belongs. Just let it be here. There could be some discomfort that you're aware of in your body. Just let that be here too. It could be some excitement for something that's happening now or the future. Or it could be a celebration of something you've experienced in the past. That could be here. It belongs. And for the next few moments, just breathe. Let your body be at ease. And everything that comes up, everything, just let it be. Let it be here. Assure it that it belongs, even if it's the insistent thoughts, the things that really trouble you. Let it be here. Exhaling slowly signals to the body, to the nervous system, that you're safe. So that way, even unsafe thoughts can come up. And they belong here. Because you're exhaling slowly, your nervous system says, I'm safe. Which means that that thought is safe to be here. That feeling, that emotion, that discomfort, whatever it is, it's safe to be here. It belongs here. 
in this moment, in this safe space you've created. There's no need to change anything. Just let things be. Give yourself a moment. To be in a space where there are no problems to solve. Where you belong. Where all the pieces and parts of you, they all belong. Okay, I'm going to stop the recording, but of course you can continue on with this meditation for as long as you like and return to it whenever you want. All right. Have a lovely day.